Those gravely concerned over Doug Ford's unprecedented use of the notwithstanding clause haven't had to put up with the activist crap his government will face. Bill Davis, one of the best premiers this province has ever had, is not happy that Premier Ford is using the rarely used provision. Davis had a hand in repatriating it into the Constitution with Prime Minister Trudeau Sr. I've got nothing but respect for Mr. Davis, but I will point out that neither he nor any other politician weighing in these days has ever had to deal with the professional activists that are both very well paid and often by foreign money and who are very organized in disrupting what they don't like. Got a pipeline to build? Well, they'll find a rare frog to save. Refuse a certain pronoun? They will silence you. If you're a conservative named Ford, they will railroad every move he makes and hope every breath he takes is his last. Just ask Mike Harris. His government dealt with violence and hysteria every day. Every single day. He got his mandate through, but the volatility of the screaming banshees overshadowed everything. And to this day, they still haven't gotten over the common sense revolution. The mere mention of it triggers their trigger. Well, 15 years later, the left are bolder, louder, and much more organized. You ever wonder why the last 15 years have been so quiet? That's because the left got whatever they wanted, a pacifier that ended up bankrupting our province. Not to mention, those on the right don't have deep union pockets paying them to take a sick day and stomp their feet at Queen's Park. Well, welcome to the next four years in a Ford government where sulky progressives know that when they don't get what they want, they can throw a temper tantrum, turn to the courts, hoping a judge will save their cause of the day. And with Monday's ruling against Ford over reducing Toronto's council, they certainly now have been emboldened. And with seven lawsuits counting, I don't blame Ford for using the notwithstanding clause. While the issue of city council is not big, the message Ford sent is... That is, unlike his brother, Mayor Rob Ford, this brother won't hesitate to use a constitutional power to swat away nuisance cases and roadblocks that threaten the mandate he was elected on democratically. The very thing the left are shrieking is now under threat. Make no mistake. Every meltdown you're witnessing right now is nothing more than political theater by whiny progressives, public labor, special interests who are using whatever issue they can to hijack daily governing so they can shape the narrative into one of a government in chaos. Just look at the nonsense today at Queen's Park as protesters took over question period, screaming down the premier. Sure, they've got a right to protest, but they have zero right to do it inside the legislature. And they know that. That's why they did it for maximum exposure on the media. And the NDP, which has yet to figure out what they stand for at all these days, is happy to shut down debate and protests and prevent the bill's reading. So guess what? Expect it tomorrow because they'll do it again. You can disagree with Ford over his reasons and timing of cutting Toronto Council. That is a fair conversation. But he has not broken any rules and democracy is not under attack. What is very clear in this province is that the activist left have been calling the shots far too long, and they've learned through protest, obstruction, and court cases how to derail everything they don't like, and they're doing it right across the country unchallenged. Well, enter Doug Ford. Consider them challenged, and it is about damn time. And that is my point on point for this Wednesday, September the 12th. I'm Alex Pearson. Good to have you here. We've got your employment hour in just a second, but we got lots going on tonight. Lots. Carolyn Mulrooney will join me a little bit later to talk about this. We're also going to talk to one of the people instrumental in getting one of the Humboldt hockey players back on skates for tonight's game. We'll talk to him. Uh, at 8 o'clock. Um, but, you know, it's it's interesting. With all these protests and all this hysteria that I'm watching from the sidelines that you're seeing as well, you ever wonder why these protests didn't happen like when all those windmills went up? You remember that? 
You know, we had a handful of protests under the Wynnum McGinty government, and that was from the parents involved uh, who had lost funding for their autistic kids. They had every right to make noise, but they didn't do it often. But the bottom line is, you know, when all those windmills went up throughout southwestern Ontario and the towns that didn't want them or the people that didn't want them had no choice, I don't remember hearing a sound out of anybody worried about, you know, rights. It's interesting, that.